Have you ever desired a transformation? Can you believe how close we are to a new year? Be honest now. Are you the type of woman who buys a planner and never uses it? Or do you plan the whole year and wish you had a pretty planner to document it? Moms are always telling me how they want to be more organized, accomplish new goals, and actually follow through. Honestly, I've lived all of this. Speaking of honesty, I received this super kind five-star review entitled Honest and Real from Casey16, and it says, Corey is very relatable and honest in her podcast. She has lots of great ideas to share. Why, thank you, Casey. This episode is chopped full of great ideas as you plan the new year and dream with Jesus. I appreciate you so much, and I encourage everyone else, leave your written review on Apple as well. I would love to feature you in a future episode and in our newsletter. Let's transition into this episode where we talk all about quarterly planning with seasonal changes. Hey, hey, mama. Welcome back to the Treasured Mama podcast. I'm Corey Messer, a Kingdom Life coach and messy mompreneur. And I want to know if you're like me. Have you ever felt like you've lost yourself in all the things? Or perhaps you just need some encouragement on this messy journey of authentic motherhood? In this space, we love sharing routines, rhythms, and real stories of real moms as we declutter our heads, our hearts, and our homes to discover clarity and confidence. If you're ready to gain clarity on who God designed you to be, create simple systems for a more peaceful household, and connect with other mamas doing the same, this podcast is right up your alley. My prayer is this episode will encourage you, so grab a drink, take a mommy moment, and listen in to today's goodness. Welcome back to the Treasured Mama podcast. Corey here, and today we are talking about November and how November really feels as if it is a transition month. I know in my household specifically, we go from operating in one place with the weather shifting from warm to cold. Seasonally, we shift from fall into winter. And mindset-wise, we shift from doing the next thing in this year into planning for the next year. One of the things I talk about with my moms is how we tend to operate our year in a different quarterly schedule than the majority of the world, specifically the business world. If you're a mom and you don't tend to look at your year in quarters, I'm just going to talk about this for a moment about how it can possibly benefit you. And we're going to start all the way back into the Old Testament in the Bible. When God created the world, he did it in steps. He did it in segments. There was this period of time where he had to have a vision before he was able to articulate what that vision was. Likewise, for us, we start by dreaming with the Lord. And then we boil that down into a clear vision And it is only after we have that vision that we establish goals and we assign specific tasks to complete those goals. So you can see our God is a God of order and it gets broken down into different steps. With that being said, when we look at a year at a glance, 
12 months can be a very long commitment for anything. In light of wanting to shift into a mindset of opportunity and leave behind that mindset of overwhelm, it helps to break things down into quarters. When you think of four quarters in a dollar, there are four quarters in a year, which comes out to three months or approximately 90 days. And this is how I plan out my year. Many people ask me, how do you stay so organized with four kids and a business and a husband who works full time? And by the grace of God, he has given me a powerful and highly effective system to do this, but it wasn't always that way. We're going to unpack it. I'm going to provide a high level overview of what this looks like. As mentioned, quarterly is around 90 day chunks of time or approximately three months. For many people in the business world, even in their personal life, they tend to think of it at the start of the year for those that follow the calendar that starts in January. So quarter one is January, February, March. Quarter two is April, May, June. Quarter three, July, August, September. And of course, quarter four, which we are in now, is October, November, and December. But what I know about moms is we tend to follow an unofficial calendar that is based around our kids' schooling. So for many parents, if you are in public school, private school, homeschool, If you are in any of those arenas, we tend to base our day-to-day activities and our planning around that. When do you plan vacations? Usually when you have a scheduled break or the public school system has a scheduled break, that's when you take your vacation around the Christmas holiday. In summertime, you take a summer vacation for those that choose to do that. Another big thing that moms do is they budget according to the school year. Getting new school supplies is going to be an extra line item on the budget. So you account for that. For moms that work from home in any capacity, they tend to adjust their hours based on time their kids have off of school in the summer and when they go back to school. They tend to work the hours of the day when their kids are at school. And I give you multiple examples because sometimes we may think this doesn't apply to us. And I want you to know that under any circumstance, it absolutely does. Maybe you are a woman who is in a season of expectation to one day be a mama. You know, this podcast is Treasured Mama because before any of us were ever a mama, we were a daughter a treasured daughter of the one true king. So as much as this is about motherhood, it is also about womanhood and who you are as a woman. I hear from moms all the time how they've lost themselves in motherhood and they were told that that was honorable. And here's what I know. If we've lost the ability to dream for ourselves, if we've lost the vision of what God has called us to do, how can we ever clearly articulate to our children how to do that for themselves. So it's very, very important that we see these four quarters as moms, yes, but also just as a woman in general. Going back to the schedule, because moms tend to have a, quote, unofficial schedule, end quote, of the school year or based on the school year, 
we tend to start in February. So for many moms, their quarters adjust by one month. So instead of quarter one starting in January for moms, it starts in February and goes March and April. And that is the main meat of the year, if you will, for many moms. May, June, and July is more that summer feel, the quarter two for moms. You're going to graduations, you're wrapping up the school year, you're full on in summer break. Quarter three is August, September, October, and those months are transitioning back into school, starting new routines, having a little bit more structure. And then quarter four is November, December, January. That is when all the beautiful rhythms and routines and schedules that you had in place tend to get a little off track because it is an opportunity to be a bit more spontaneous. You have a lot of holiday celebrations. You have a lot of family visits or visitors. Uh, Things are just different. And it takes January to get reestablished into routines to bounce back from Christmas vacation. And February for many moms is when they actually feel refocused, realigned, and running. When we look at that, it doesn't matter for you. It might be completely different. It doesn't matter when your new year starts. It simply matters that you chunk it down into approximately 90-day increments or three-month periods at a time. And that brings us to present day. In November, one of the things that I love to do, and this has evolved over time, I absolutely love to dream with the Lord, cast vision for next year, establish my goals, and plan actionable tasks to bring those goals from vision to fruition. I believe it's Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18 in the Bible, where it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. It is important for us to have vision. It is important for us to dream with the Lord and get a clear understanding of where he's calling us to. Because as the seasons shift and change for us, God may be calling us to a new thing. Previously on the podcast, we've talked about the four seasons and how there is a process, but seasons are meant to be walked through, not stayed in. And there's a reason for that. We never have a harvest if we don't ever have a planting season. I encourage you to take this time. Don't wait till December 25th and feel like you're going to plan out your year unrushed in the last seven days of the previous year. Take this time right now where we've shifted in for many people to a season where you're curled up with your cozy blankets a little bit more. Or if you're in a much warmer temperature, it's even cooler than your normal hot temperatures. So there's this feeling of coziness, this feeling of nourishing our body in a fresh way with root vegetables as opposed to all the really water-based fruits, the melons and that sort of thing. So embrace the natural transition of the season and get excited. Let's imagine for a moment what that could look like for you as a mom. If you had this external transformation you were desiring, it may be something around your fitness. It may be something around your relationship with the Lord or the relationship you have with your spouse or your children. It may be something about your intellect if you want to learn a new thing. It may be something around your home. Maybe you want to be more organized. An external thing, something outside of yourself, a goal that you want to accomplish. 
And imagine if you had a clear path to get there and you were confident in walking that out because you knew you were partnering with God to make it happen. So it no longer was a question about, is me taking this 30 minutes of committed time to pursue this goal that I set selfish? It's no longer about that because you know that Holy Spirit breathed that revelation and that conviction into you. We get to ask better questions earlier on and plan prior to the highly emotional situation. In other words, before you are in a heated dispute with your spouse, you probably want to talk about conflict resolution and how you're going to engage in that conversation prior to that happening. When we are planning our year, we don't want to do it in a rushed position of our heart. We want to pause. We want to release to the Lord. We want to receive from the Lord. We want to marinate on that. And then we want to write down the vision and the appropriate goals and actionable tasks or steps to make that happen. So going back to what we are imagining here, imagine if you have this external transformation that you want to have, like I said, in your house, in your fitness, whatever it is. I call those your foundation life categories. There's a whole process that I walk people through when I coach them. And we go through and we evaluate these different areas and we get very clear on where am I at and where do I want to be. And after we do that, we have this whole process of reverse engineering to create a very clear plan. But even before we do that, we go to the Father and we say, God, what do you want me to focus on for this year? So when I'm able to coach and walk this out with my clients, my beautiful mamas who want better for themselves and for all those that they influence and impact, this provides massive amounts of clarity. But what is even more beautiful is through the process of having the courage to explore those external transformations and run after those external goals, an internal transformation happens. And that is the most beautiful part because there's healing that happens as we are required to confront fears, as we are taking new ground in new territory, as we are creating solutions in our process to accomplish these goals that we've never accomplished before. It causes us to dive into the Bible and have a clear understanding of what God says about the best process for that. So our heart becomes tenderized to the things of the Lord. We gain knowledge and understanding, and then we walk it out, and that is wisdom. So we apply the knowledge. We walk out this walk of wisdom, and when we do that, not only do we achieve our external goals, but we experience an internal transformation. So any of the goals we set moving forward, we are better prepared to accomplish, and we tend to experience massive acceleration in our life. Many times you'll hear things like new year, new you, new year's resolutions, lose this much weight in an unreasonable amount of time, right? Like lose 20 pounds in four days. And what do most of those things, what are they missing? They're missing what I call the pre-work. You know, when you go to college, or you go into any type of furthering your education, if it's tech school, if you're learning a trade, whatever that is, there's pre-work that happens. There are things that you have to do before you can enter into that course so that you're prepared. 
It might be buying the appropriate utensils. It might be filling out an application. It might be being a certain age. You know, you're not born and you qualify for college courses. It's important for us to realize that in order to walk out with confidence, a clear game plan that is aligned with Christ, we get to put in the pre-work. That is what I encourage you to do in November as we are transitioning through from one season into the next. If I could give you one actionable thing today, just one thing, because that is one of the greatest barriers to people achieving what it is they say they want to achieve that I have observed in my own life and in those that I have coached over the last decade. It is that we grossly overestimate what we can accomplish in a year, but we massively underestimate what we can do in a day. And so what happens is we spend all our time on this one year from now goal, one year from now goal, but then we discount the little steps to get there. We say, I'll do it tomorrow, or it's not a big deal, or it's not going to make a difference anyway. And it does. So instead of coming up with 15 things you have to do today, Let's come up with one thing you get to do today. I would start with schedule into your week, this week, 60 minutes of uninterrupted time to dream with Jesus. You can break this up into three 20-minute increments. You can do one full hour time block. Find what works for you. But I really, really encourage you, take this time and dream with Jesus about what it is this coming year can look like for you. You can write down any of the beautiful things he shares with you, or you can just be, just be. The first thing you're going to do is schedule the time, 60 minutes this week, to dream with Jesus. Step two is to actually show up for your appointment with Jesus and dream with him. And step three is to write down any revelation that you have in that encounter with him. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this time we've had to spend together, God. I thank you for this awareness of breaking our big goals down into bite-sized chunks, 90-day increments, three-month periods. So when we are looking at our goals and our objectives, we shift from overwhelm to opportunity because we know, God, that you are in it all. And we have a massive opportunity to partner with you as co-heirs, as daughters of the one true king, as women of the word, as mothers to our children. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this revelation. We thank you for this time. And mostly, we thank you for your presence, Jesus. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey mama, one quick thing before you go. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can pay it forward is to head over to iTunes, Treasured Mama Podcast, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. 